In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Welcome to another fantastic episode of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your co-hosts, the lovable Andrew Fiore, along with the equally, if not more lovable, Sean Donnelly. How are you, my friend? Hello there, Defenders. How are you? Uh, Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Andrew, great to see you, my friend. Great to see you. Hope you had a a fine birthday weekend. I did. I did. I think I'm getting too old for the the model that is the birthday weekend. (laughs) I went and I, I, once again, put out the word hey come to patty's it's, it's, it's a very yeah. I, I might as well be out of central casting it's a very irish person thing to do <laughs> come to this irish bar and just get loaded with me and what i expected to like i had to go somewhere for a show the next day uh-huh. i thought i wasn't gonna get as drunk i, I stayed until close once yeah. again i cannot not get drunk you're a very bar. popular man a lot of people friends comics all yes. came out it was very heartwarming tons of comics friends of mine from home uh-huh. my sister came it was very very nice oh i didn't get to meet your sister Erin, I, I don't know if you met Erin before. I don't think I did. Yeah, she's a lovely person. I love yeah. her very much. She's really great, and she's a teacher in, in Brooklyn. She's a special ed teacher. All right. Well, uh, I know we didn't get to do this last week, but I did because it wasn't here on time. But uh, I got you. Happy birthday, buddy! Thank you, my I friend. I got you this. I hope. I'm so excited for this because the backstory <laughs> is he got it from Etsy. I, I really do appreciate. First off. I was even really moved by the fact that you got me the O'Hanlon's chips from last week. We talked about it last <laughs> yeah. week. Uh, well, that act, that wasn't inspired. I didn't actually. That was I was purely the messenger. Yes, but you. Put, but the fact that you told him that, and then he was like, "Have him come back." Here well, or the, the fact that I didn't keep him for myself. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because you love that place. And then, and then on top of it, uh, the <laughs> fact that you. Ordered me something and brought it in. I really thank you oh, so much. Please, of course, you're a really good pal. What a good bunny! <laughs> I can't wait for your birthday. Okay, I'm gonna open it up right now. It's in a box in true single guy fashion. It's there's no wrapping <laughs> and there's no judgment here. I do not wrap a thing. They're not gonna wrap. You know how heaven sent those those gift bags are when you go to oh, Target. It's the, my... Oh, I'll put a car in there. I'll put whatever I can. <laughs> I'll just put. I'll, I'll like. Do you have a giant bag for a? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, in my adult life, I've wrapped something up in, with the comics part of the newspaper. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I'll just. Those bags are fan. I like. I went to my 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 friends. Uh, son's communion party went to the CVS or had the gift already, which was good. Bought the bag, chucked it in the bag, got a card there, was all set to go. There's so much easier than wrap. Well, if I wrap, it looks like somebody wrapped it while yeah, they were yeah. like while they were like having a, 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 like, a, 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 like a a stroke. Like that, that's what it looks like if, if I wrap it. Okay, I'm opening up the gift right now. Here we go. I think I uh, hope you like it. <laughs> you know, I can already see what this is. Just to give you, just to give you guys an idea, uh, you're listening. At well, home. You're a master of suspense. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> uh, uh, I, it's a, it's something metal, and I see something that looks oh, like it could be two it. twos. It could be yes. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the S, this is so perfect. Shut it's the, the house, ass man it? license plate from Seinfeld. <laughs> you this are is, the ass man. Is, 
<laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, my yeah, friend. Yeah, of course. Happy birthday. This is perfect. This Give is going in my room. It's so funny. You're the, like. I told you my sister got me something from Etsy as well, and you were worried that you might have gotten the same yeah, thing yeah. as my sister. She got me Dharma uh, right. coasters. Right. You, well, yeah, you told me. Did I, I tell you about like, that? Okay, thank God. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging those up. I'm hanging this up. This is going. Now I'm excited. Now I'm going to clean up my room and hang up all the stuff I have in my I'm room. Good, good, man. Yeah. This nothing, is, nothing crazy. Nothing big. But eh, this is huge. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> this means the world to me. Oh my, Alex, how cool is this? <laughs> this is like, oh, this is out of control. Like the amount of, I have a few Seinfeld shirts, and I, I've always wanted to get, they had that Seinfeld replica apartment. Yeah, You ever see that thing? I, I wanted, went to it. I, me and Dan Shackey and Joe List waited online. Do you remember well, a couple I meant, years I ago? I meant the model of it, but I mean, I, I, yes. Right. But they did a pop-up. It was when the Hulu or Cracker or whatever, when they were releasing the whole catalog, and to promote it. They built the replica yes. in like. They still uh, have it on the lot, I think, out in the Sony Studios. Yes, but it was here. We waited for a solid almost two hours, but really? we walked around and we had good fun. <sighs> yeah. Were you able to take pictures inside? I had pictures. They had the booths from the diner. They had the uh, a couple extra like uh, little things like uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, not uh, it's, uh, not monks, but like the Fusilli Jerry is what. He's oh, like. they had those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The actual ones. Actual ones. Oh you can only God. get so close to them. You couldn't, like, handle them. There right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> you... It was great. So were you kind of freaking out a little bit when you were in there? A little. Did you well, feel it's like a you replica, but you're in the... Yeah, when we, like, me and Shaggy sat down and crossed our legs and had the magazines open on the couch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And, like, you stand in the kitchen, and you're next to all the cat. You're like, this is feeling very surreal. Yes. That's what, the, that's what I was wondering. And how does, like... How does it sum up? Is it way smaller than you see it on TV? Uh, or is it kind of like It looks size? exactly like it. Well, it's weird. If you know what a TV set feels like, it felt like that. So, so you yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's only like half a room, and then it's an open space, and then you have the perspective of the, they had the bike hanging down in the back in the bathroom. There's TV magic that yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm dying to eat. Now they have it out in the Sunny Studios. I might take a trip to do that, I think. When I yeah, go absolutely. I would, I would freak out, I think, if yeah. I went, went to the Seinfeld uh, the Seinfeld van. Seinfeld van. Seinfeld van. <laughs> what did he say? I think he said something to Sam. Um, okay. <laughs> did you watch anything this week? I did not. I, uh, I was caught up in, uh, the, all the, the, all the Game of Thrones hullabaloo, which will tie into our episode, but, uh, I didn't watch any movies. Uh, I went, I used my AMC A-list, and I went to go see John Wick 3. Part 3. And I gotta, I'll preface this by saying, I was, I'm already a fan, big fan of the movies. The second one, I did not like as much as the first. That's what I've heard. The first, I love, because it's so tongue-in-cheek, and it's so funny. My favorite part of the first one is how the bad guy in the movie is scared of John Wick. Like, he, when he finds out it's John love Wick, that. Yeah, it's like so Yeah, like the bad Russian gangster. The, yeah, like the hardcore Russian gangster is like, are you crazy, John Wick? Like, he's, it's amazing. So and I love anything with, like, the fact that they're going outside the box on action movies by making it, yeah. like, aware of itself and tongue-in-cheek and a little bit totally. like, and campy and, like, and, and commenting on itself. And as another tie-in, his son, the guy who wrongs John Wick, is Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. He is, right? So look at that. Yeah, yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. So right, I, don't know, I know, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so there you go. But, uh, so anyway, 
Then I watched the third one. Oh, did not disappoint. Not as good as okay, the first. Good. But campy as hell. The the fight scenes, this is the reason to watch these movies, obviously. The fight scenes are insane. The chore- choreography involved yeah, yeah. in what these guys must be doing. Because think about it, like like you just said, like you're on a movie set, you're on a TV set. The glamour of the, 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 the sound behind it is not happening when you're doing it. You ever watch a behind-the-scenes special when, oh, they're fight, when they're filming a fight scene? All you, you're really hearing it like there's just two guys <laughs> fighting. It's just like, bah, <laughs> right. bah, Yeah, nothing's, none of the bells there's and not, whistles are added. no bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. So think about how much how, like, not glamorous <laughs> that must be while you're doing right, it. Right, right. But these scenes are insane. It's out of control good. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Do I need to see part two? Can I skip to part three? Uh, you can just skip to part three. I, I just have to know the ending of part or part two, All right, and which also well. fits into what we're talking about. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, you 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 don't have to see part two. I would say if you can check Maybe out I part will. two. Check out part All two. All right, it's it's still worth it because I still enjoy the world of it. But definitely, definitely check out part three. It's it, it's it's fun. It's really fun. They amped it up. It's fun. There's some there's some problems that we can talk about once you actually see it. There's little 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 holes that I, we got, I got annoyed about. Yeah. I was talking to Tom Thakar of of uh, of Defender of um, Stand by Your Band, Stand by your band. Uh, buddy of a friend of the show, and and he had he brought up a glaring issue that I agree with wholeheartedly that we'll talk about when you see it. But All right, definitely sir. check it out. Definitely check it. All out. right, cool. I, on a, a business note, I would like to thank – I was with our friend uh, Big J Okerson oh. on, uh, before your birthday party on Friday at Caroline's, opening up for him. Hilarious comedian. Hilar- uh, amazing. Uh, One of the best. Afterwards, he was just standing outside, and I have to say, I w- I'm sorry we didn't get each other's names, but we had a uh, another, uh, hey, I'm a defender shout-out, which I loved. And I want to give a nice shout-out to uh, – I don't know his name, but P. Godfrey uh, wrote to me on uh, Instagram. Uh, saying how yeah, how much he loves the podcast. That's amazing. So thank you so much, P. PG, P. Godfrey. Thank you, P. Godfrey. I hope you uh, hear this, and your words are always uh, much appreciated. And <laughs> yeah. I love when people reach out, and we're friendly. Yeah, it makes, means the world to us. It definitely does. It gives us an idea that people are listening, people dig the show. If you dig the show, or if you don't, and you have some constructive criticism, send us a oh, message. Oh, yeah, he gave us a few uh, suggestions, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll save him. I don't want to because we might be... Future episodes. Cool, yeah, but 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 defenders, please let us know what you think. Uh, we have an email. It's defender uh, defendermovie at gmail dot com. That's, that's defendermovie right. at gmail dot com. What, that's what funny. He goes. I wrote to the email address. Nobody wrote me back. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, oh sorry. shoot. The guy outside Caroline's. <laughs> no, that? Godfrey. Oh Dave Godfrey. Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, P. Sorry, we'll P. Get better. That's my fault. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I wasn't I was going through the emails. And I, I I guess I. But yeah, it. rate and subscribe <laughs> and tell a friend. That's how it, this stuff grows. Word of mouth. So that's really the biggest thing is, you know, liking everything. Obviously, subscribing helps the algorithm of iTunes and all that. But tell a friend, really, go, hey, check this out. Because that seems to be the also the if you have, if you know of other movie podcasts that you guys love that you think that maybe we should be a part of or we should team yeah. up with, uh, yeah, tell them Besides about Doug us. Besides Douglas well, movies, we'll, you tell us know. about them. Besides Douglas movies, <laughs> where where that's in the works. I'm trying. I'm trying to get myself. I don't know him personally, but in comedy, you're just you're sitting there going, "Hey, do you, you yeah. know this guy?" And I've had I had multiple people go, "I'll get you on that show." <laughs> so yeah, you yeah. never know. But but if that happens, that would be huge. But uh, otherwise, let us know other podcasts that we should check out and maybe uh, have the, the people on the show or whatever it is. Like, you know, tit for tat situation. Uh, now, do you want to get to the what, – what, Sure. What, what I'll part introduce is today's subject. And what's, uh, what's, the what meats is it? and the potatoes. The meats and the potatoes. <laughs> of the episode. Uh, because there was such a big deal with uh, Game of Thrones, the series finale, and a lot of people – 
up in arms about the ending, whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it. Either way, our producer Alex had an idea that I love, which is uh, our favorite movie endings. Uh, I made a list. Sean made his list. This is not necessarily what we think are the greatest movie endings of all time. These are my favorites. These are my, mine is the ones that stand out for me for very okay. particular reasons. Yes, for very, I did the same kind uh, of thing. Original reasons, yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, I have a list, and I have some honorable mentions on mine, stuff that I Ooh. I think kind of lean toward the, yeah, we all agree that that's a great movie ending, uh, but this is more of a personal list for me, you know what I mean? So it's going to be very arbitrary, it's not in really any oh, order. Oh, so you're going off emotion? Emotion plays a huge part into it, but mo- yeah, mostly emotion, mostly just what I love, my favorites, you know? Do you want to go? Not even in my favorite. I'll give you. I have different reasons for each one. So. Okay. You want to go with your top uh, pick, or you want to go with your? Uh, I'll go your- backwards. I like the countdown. Okay. If you will. All and right. Cool. Again, it's not. I have mine in no particular order, so I can just do it. Yeah, mine's not in like a hard and fast order, but if I kind of, I tried to rank them like that. The first one on the list is just uh, kind of a cool story behind it. When I was a teenager, well, it's the Usual Suspects, and my reasoning is for. So when I was in high school, we were still going to Blockbuster and renting videotapes. And uh, we had rented a different movie. I'm pretty sure we tried to, me and my friend Nick, tried to watch, uh, we tried to rent Dazed and Confused, I think, for like the billionth time. Yeah. And we get home, and you know, do you guys remember when you go through the video store, maybe if you're too young, but they'd have the the sensor so people wouldn't steal the videotapes, where you'd give it to the, you'd check out at the clerk, yeah. you'd walk through the sensor, and he'd, the he'd hand it to you on the other side of the counter. Yeah. For whatever. It was like an airport. Yeah. Thing. We got... The wrong videotape. Didn't even realize it until I didn't even look at the the, car, the carton until I got home. I put in. It, it starts as clearly not Daisy Confused. They had given us the Usual Suspects, a movie that I had never seen before. And rather than go back, we just like I don't know. I guess let's just watch this. Oh, so you didn't know about we it? We didn't. Yeah, we just was it? watched so it by like, accident. So is it just newly on video, or was like, yes? <clears throat> it was. Yeah, it was new, and I think they just handed us the wrong cassette or oh, that's whatever. So funny. And yeah, because it turned out the. Blow yeah. our minds. Yeah. We're like, this is insane. That makes sense because when it came out, it kind of had a low a low key release, didn't it? I don't remember. I mean, it wasn't a blockbuster release. It was yeah. like Brian Singer's first big movie. I think it gained more of a following afterwards. As it went, yeah. But the first time you see that reveal is huge. Is insanity. It's huge. I've gone on, like, now I will go back and I watch it. You know, it's not one of my really favorite movies but i love it That's some great lines in it great, act, great character yeah, actors great right. actors yeah uh but the, the lineup scene is still funny that first time you see that ending you go holy shit that's a super cool technique and that's i i've i've heard people claim it's, it's kind of ham-handed and cheating and i go yeah but i don't remember anybody ever doing it before me neither and that, that i can think of i'm sure maybe movies have not done stuff like, like that. that and not like you know not in a movie like that yeah and, and to be honest, a few years ago, I think I mentioned this on the podcast, there was like a movement to convince people that Usual Suspects is a, a, a smart movie for dumb people. Like, they're like, <laughs> it's not, you think it's this big, it's this big reveal. Get it's yourselves, not, everyone. I, I, yeah, get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> Take it easy. It's a movie. Fucking relax. Like, it's just a fun movie. Nobody's ever sitting there going, this is my dissertation on film. Right, right. They're just sitting there going, let me watch, let me watch a fun movie. <laughs> and also, like... Fuck you. You didn't watch that movie and, and guess that. You did not think it was him. 100%. Especially if you're our age. If you're our age, 
and you watched it. Maybe if you were a fucking film student and you know every movie in the history of movies, and you and you're and, and you're and you're you're twenty something years old, thirty something years old at the time, you can maybe when see I where it, it's going. But I was like a seventeen year old kid watching. I think this it was ninety five. Yeah, so I was been sixteen. I was and 17. I was blown away. Blown away. You know, I was blown away. And my dad, who can't. I was watching it with my dad, and he has to ruin surprises all the time. <laughs> and he was right near the movie, the, the, the screen, as you're supposed to think it's, uh, what's his name? <clears throat> Gabriel Byrne. They're yeah. making you think it's Gabriel Byrne. And my dad, my dad I goes, I guess it's over. Or is it? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Dad. <laughs> and even with him doing that, I still got surprised with what. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to see my reaction so bad to the end of this movie. But but it's still a fun fucking movie. It's, it's such great. a fun movie. I, I love the whole – Kaiser Slose still kind of – still holds like a kind of a legendary status for me. You're just kind of like, oh, what a cool – I kind of want to see that as a movie. Uh, sure. <laughs> you know? they, sh- they actually probably could do that. Brian Singer, if you ever had a comeback, and he could do that like a prequel, a Kaiser Slose prequel. Kaiser Slose. I say, so I say. <laughs> Everything's so cryptic in that. Like, there's so many moments where it's they're just flash, 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 yeah. flash. Like, even when they, he goes, Hey, even that guy, the guy who gets shot. He's like, hey, guys, the guy in the hospital. They just make everything so much more cryptic than it actually is. That's what it is. <laughs> Give me the keys. Is he fucking cocks? I got what? Give me the keys. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> in right, English, wanna, please. <laughs> do you want to uh, well, go back and forth, or do you want to go through mine and then go through true yours? In true Donnelly, well, we can go back and forth. We okay. go, but we will. But in true Donnelly uh, Fiore fashion, uh, my top one is usual suspect. <laughs> that's the your first top? One that's one your I, well, the first one I put down. Okay, first funny. one I put down. <laughs> Uh, I can go to my next one. Yeah, go to your next one, obviously. And I, I, there's, a, I, I, there's a reason why I love this one. It's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, wow. You know, a movie I'm not like as big on as you are. Yes, I love it. I yeah, love it. I, definitely I had love a big it. breakup around the time it came out. Uh, and, and that and then it's always stuck with me as yep. like, the perfect movie yep. to watch when you're lonely and, and brokenhearted. And also, it's a fucking genius idea. And it's, um, it's Charlie Kaufman, right? It's, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's Charlie Kaufman. And... The ending, and, and, and if you haven't seen it, this goes for if you, you if you haven't seen any of these movies before we get to the, describing the ending, you should you should fast forward or you should turn off the. Episode. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's you know that's we'll, yeah. we'll put we'll put it on the thing. Warning, spoilers ahead. Um, if you haven't seen the end of this movie, we're just going to talk, assuming that everybody's seen it. Uh, it's the reason why I love it so much is it's a happy ending and a sad ending at the same time. Yeah, because. They realize what's going on. They they both went through this procedure where they erase your memory of the other person that you were in a relationship with, and they both did it to themselves countless About, amount of times. Right. That's what they find out. And then at the end, they're like, well, we're just going to keep doing this, and it's fucked up. And, and then Jim Carrey's like, okay, that's it. So it's kind of this melancholy, uh, apathetic, like, all right, whatever whatever it is, whatever Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. And that's why I love it, because it's still – I always like – even though I'm a, I'm a pretty positive Which person. Which I think – not to cut you off is what I would do, and I think what the majority of people would do, because once you know you have that ace in the hole, you'd go, well, yeah, then why wouldn't we do it? Why and wouldn't why you? wouldn't we just continue if it doesn't go where we wanted? We've got this fallback, we've got the safety net. Sure, but also, they, but they don't know they're doing it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they they think it's their new idea. Correct. It was like a glitch, right? It's it, been a well, while for me well, actually. Well, it wasn't even a glitch. It was that. So they keep falling in love with each other. Like there's, I think I think I remember oh, right, reading right. an article about it that uh, they just. That they just they keep over time they're just falling in love with each other like thousands of times. Just so did you watch last season's Black Mirror? No. Well, there's a they wow. freak me out. Oh really? Well then I, I don't want to ruin it for you I because there's essentially a love Same story. Kind of I don't think I'll re- it's these uh, two people sign up for this. Uh, it's not online dating, but it's basically a, you go to this like 
camp, I guess, or these, it's a sim. It's you. You meet. They match you up in real life with this person to the best of their ability. Yeah, and then through all odds and whatever, they throw at you. You end up basically like if you fight for this person enough, even to break the simulation, then what ends up happening is. That's a simulation of a simulation. It's very Twilight Zone. So it goes, yeah, 99 out of 100 times, you guys both broke the simulation to fight on. Does that make sense? Yeah, like to go into real life. So like that real life, what they thought was real life, was actually the simulation. And when they broke it, it was like, oh, now you can actually meet up. Because every time we put you through the simulation, you kept fighting against it and went on to. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's very it's similar to that. I want to check it out. I, I love that show, but it really freaks me out. I, I think yeah, some of them are great. It's like the new some Twilight are, Zone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but anyway, so as far as Eternal Sunshine, that's why I love it. Because it's at, the, at the end, you're kind of left with this feeling of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's 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 screwy and it's but it's it's kind of funny, yeah. but also it's it's depressing, but also hopeful at the same time. Right, like, right. They'll just keep doing this and they'll be in love forever, <laughs> however many times they're in love. You know, will it stick? You never know. Yeah. <coughs> well, all right, let me get. I'm going to throw my next two are uh, kind of a couple because uh, I don't think you've seen one of them. Um, did you ever see The Strangers? With Liv- no, because yes, it's a then, scary movie. Exactly I won't watch it. But I know what happens. They terrorize that house. It's a, Liv it's Tyler. A, yeah, it's a home invasion. It's super scary. It's one of my favorite horror movies. It's super. It's a thriller. It's it's pretty violent, and um, it has just one of those one final scare moments where everything is like peaceful and tranquil, and then these little kids uh, kind of find the crime scene the next day. Everybody's there's blood everywhere. This young couple is dead, and they walk in the house. They're like young kids. I think they're I think they're like uh, what do you call it? Mormons or Christian scientists? They, yeah. You know, and they walk in the house and they're just like in shock of what's going on. And the one kid kind of like kneels down and looks at uh, Liv Tyler and she goes bah! And she like pops up and it, like it just comes so out of nowhere. You go. It's just one of those great final Perfect moment. scene scare moments that I've always loved about horror movies. Which brings me to my next one is Friday the 13th Part 1, which I think you've probably seen. I saw a long time ago, yeah. So uh, we all know <laughs> – forget spoilers. If you haven't seen Part 1 by now, yeah. it's been almost 40 years. 40 years, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason's mother is the actual killer in the first one, and the one surviving girl who kills Mrs. Voorhees uh, survives the, the, the night. And she's floating in the canoe, and she wakes up the next morning, and it's a very tranquil, serene, peaceful morning. And she's floating, and you see the cops coming in, and uh, she's even got her hand like trailing in the water. And then the little boy Jason just out of nowhere pops out of the water and grabs her from behind. The f- I shit my pants the first time I saw. <laughs> him. When I was a little kid, yeah, it's got it's the one last scare of one last scares. It's my favorite one. We can get. So we're gonna get you one you more time of that live one. Which yeah. is why I like, kind of love those horror movies in that vein. I gotta like, be honest. Like I would almost expect it, but even though I you know, but you, you never do. It's like you even as do. an adult, I go, I should know better. And it's just like that. I love a movie that will just go. Guy fucking got me again. Like the Liv Tyler one. Like when you for some reason when you ever do a next day thing. Well, right, that was, that was right. next day as well, Friday the Thirteenth. But the next day thing is like, oh, this is, they're gonna have like. They're going to give you a piece of info or something. That's what the review I is. I agree. But then there's also movies where – and I'll credit to the films who can do this. Like when you watch it back, 
even when you know it's coming, you still go, ah, I know it's coming, but it's going to scare me again. Oh, That's yeah. So, so it's done well. You, they'll still get you every single time. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, those do, those do kind of fit together. It's that last, like, It's ah! that one final scare moment. So those are my two favorite uh, kind of horror ones, which I broke down. Uh, the next one I have on my list is, we talked about this one. I, talk, I got obsessed with this recently. All right. That's maybe, maybe why I'm putting it in Ooh, the there. I wonder if it's, I think it's uh, on mine. There Will Be Blood. Oh, I had a feeling you were going to put it on. It's in my honorable mentions. There will be, oh, oh, Alex has it. I think that's a fantastic ending. It's a great First ending. off, you can you don't see it fucking coming. Like you don't like when he shows no. when Paul Dano shows up to his mansion. You don't think it's going to end with Paul Dano's head getting bashed in by a bowling pin. <laughs> like you just don't think that's going to happen. Um, it also just really to me solidifies the just the, the the ramping up of the evil of the character yeah, yeah. and him just not giving a sociopath. fuck about people. Complete sociopath, just alienating himself even more. Like just the final straw of him uh, alienating himself. And then at the end, what does he, what does he say at the end? I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished, which could be a, that could be a it double entendre. It could be taken a few ways. It could yeah. be that I've crossed over. I don't give a fuck yep. anymore about people. I yep. don't care. And I think that was the point of that. And so symbolism-wise, as well as, uh, uh, as, far, as far as like surprise goes, and just such. Also, if there's a perverse uh, satisfaction to the audience because you, you hate the Paul Dano character. So yes. part of you is... Uh, but you also don't Daniel. really want to root for this also awful guy. No, you don't. But, but you, you, do. you do. He's the anti-hero. He's the anti-hero. You're watching him going, yeah, fuck this 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 fake priest. <laughs> yeah, this, piece, this greedy piece of shit. This is my son and business partner, H.W. Plain. <laughs> I my used to do it all the time. H.W. Plain. <laughs> so, but... Great oh, ending, though. Great ending. Yeah. And to pair it, just because they came out the same, it's not the same ending, but, you know, you, you, you have to talk No Country for Old Men. Well, that is... They always that go hand was, that was pretty high on my list, so I don't know if you want to get to it now or... We can, we can talk about it now. Okay, I just cool. think that... Um, yes, yeah, My here. reasoning would be... I didn't have it on my thing, but the reasoning, no. if I did... It was your reasoning, it's, it's the book's ending. It's and the they never do that. Word for word book ending, especially yeah. with the Coen brothers, they never write that, but uh, it's the actual... And then I... It's described well. He describes two dreams to his wife, and then the final one, which I actually I love. The last line he goes, it's about how his father, as a young man, who was when he was even a little boy, he was watch his father uh, ride up off in the distance to set a, f- a fire, so that when he got there, and then he goes, and I knew that whenever I I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up, and yeah. the movie ends right there. No music, just cut to black, which I love. Is it's and got what do that, they say the dreams about? Is it about death? I think it's. No, I I think it's about the comfort of having uh, your father. When you're a young boy, your father is your hero figure. Yeah. And the dream he has is what – or what he's realizing now is that he's 20 years older than his father when his father died. Right, yeah. And now he's he's the old man and when he wakes up, he struggles – he can't now face like the world of chaos and violence that's around him, this new world – so he's lost. Yeah. And rather than, like, the comfort it's that you had same. with your father when you were a little boy, it's become too dangerous now, the world, and he, like, he retires because he's defeated. 
Well, know? I'll tell you, as, as we're talking about it, it kind of is similar to the uh, to the Elbow Blood then, because it's kind of the idea of t- evil taking yeah, the, over. The evil guy, the bad guy won. He got away. Yeah. Anton yeah. Figure gets yeah. away, yeah. and he just goes... <laughs> What I've seen, I can't. It's no, this is no country for. Yeah. Uh, it's beyond. It's taken over. It's beyond me. And I gotta be honest, man. My dad died when he was fifty three. When I get past that point, that I am kind of dreading that because it'll sure. be weird for me, and it'll be very, very strange. Um, I can't yeah. imagine. Of very course, strange thing. Not to get too morbid, but I know. I think that's super interesting. And I, I've, I've, I tried to read some stuff on that, but I think they were talking about the idea of. I think it's supposed to be like the idea of evil taking over. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, what do you have next? On I this? have uh, Boogie Nights next. As the ending? Oh, that's a really I good. love the ending. It's kind of a more as it's kind of a more as the ending as like the last ten minutes because it goes through. See, he he lives in this in the seediest industry in the world, and then he he becomes the seediest of the seedy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he gets you know he's drugged out on meth. He's robbing and you know not killing people, but then he gets to his low, his rock bottom. He's jerking off in front of strangers for money, and he gets beaten. You know, and yeah, yeah. It's it just comes around full circle where he cleans up, and it's it's just a redemption story. Where or, even, fa- or even a family story, it's, yeah, a little bit where it's they like kind of all are redeemed, but even it's still redeemed in a shitty world. You know what I mean? They're still in this terrible industry. Yes, but it puts a positive spin on it, and that's why I love it because you are all in when he's back. You know, he kind of just does his karate move and he takes out his fucking the thing that brought him here, yeah, which is his huge cock, and it's just kind of. He's back to full wherever you want to plateau it, which yeah. it, you go, oh, I'm so happy. But are you? Because it's still not a great world or maybe even a life to live in because is it going to last? How long? Like, Well, it's also interesting to me that the option wasn't him getting out of it. The option was him – like. Yeah, like there's no. It's almost like comedy in a way. If you really yeah, think about he, it. that's what I mean, the idea, it's dark comedy, yeah, it's, which is Pete yeah. Anderson. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, comedy, stand-up comedy. Like, there's a lot of people who like it's dark for them and shit happens and and they go on some hard times. And there's no thought process of I'm getting out. All it is is I just want to change my my situation within yeah. this. Yeah, thing. very good. So that's literally what he's doing at the end. He's like, this is the most. It, like, it's it does it comes full circle in a way, but it also it comes to the point where they're like. Now we're just a family. We're a fucked up family where nobody's leaving. There's right. no point where it's like even even when the industry t- takes a hit and the, you know the '80s come and all that happens. He's at rock bottom. There's never a point where any of them are like we're just going to drift apart and do, go do our own thing. And I'm getting out of this this poisonous industry. They're just like, no, this is me. I'm in this. Yeah. Like, yes. and, but but what we have it. People on That's the outside. That's a great connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people on the outside have it. Like. No, you just stop doing it. But right. he's like, no, are you crazy? Why would yeah, I do yeah. that? And because this is the only thing that has made me feel a part of this family. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing. So that's why I threw Boogie Nights on there. I enjoy that It's a aspect. great ending. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I see why. It's yeah. kind of a cool, it's also an epic ending. It's like, it, yeah. the movie is way more epic than people give it credit for because Absolutely. it's a localized story. But there's so many moving pieces that it really comes together, it comes together at the it's end. It's a beautiful film. Yeah, it really is. Uh, mine, I'll tell you, was the, the first... Um, I keep forgetting. Is it Infinity War? Infinity War. What was the first part of? <laughs> you know, you're asking the wrong guy. I know. Avengers. The one before Endgame was Infinity War, right? Was that it? Civil. No, no Civil I don't War know. was before that. So it's Infinity War. Infinity War. The ending of that. That ends now. Here we go. Spoilers. Ends with Thanos winning. It ends with Thanos uh, yeah. snapping his fingers and erasing <laughs> half the population of the universe. 
Okay. Right. Half of the population of the of the of the absolute universe. The reason why I put this on here, first off, it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites as far as the Marvel universe goes. But besides that, that has <laughs> I, name a movie with bigger stakes that ended on that without getting redeemed. That's how it ended. Yeah. Now in yeah. the first part, it was like a Back to the Future thing. But Back to the Future Part Two didn't end. <laughs> yeah, it was there was some time uh, craziness. But think even I know it's a comic book movie, but that's the point. Like you even have it, even if you look at like the third Batman, and there was fear of them blowing up the nuclear bomb on Gotham, whatever it is. Like this is half. This is this. It, it, it pales in comparison yeah. to this. Think about that. That is that is that's universe wide. I mean galaxy wide. You know what I'm saying? Like he killed. Every half of every species on every planet, on every star, and everywhere. Yeah. So that's why I, I love it because it was, it's it takes the genre like you take such a hokey fucking genre and such a kids oriented thing, and then you take it to the level over the course of ten movies where it's straight up for adults, and you're and you're straight up actually bringing some real emotion and some real actual stakes. In this, like the way they did those movies in the past, was like the ending was like, yeah, it was always going to get resolved. Sure, to ha- even to have a comic book movie where it doesn't get resolved is unheard of. So that's why I love it yeah, because yeah. I'm like, all right. Not only was it a comic book movie that didn't get resolved and it was a sad ending, it was like, hey, the world's over. How are yeah. we getting back from this? It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, and you knew they were, would, would have to, but you didn't know how it was going to happen. All right, interesting uh, choice. Yeah, not yeah. one I would have gone with. Of but. course not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my next one is a Stanley Kubrick film. It is Full Metal Jacket, and I just happen to love the dark humor of them walking, marching through Vietnam, singing in as it burns, singing the Mickey Mouse theme, <laughs> the Mickey Mouse Club theme song. Something about that—that's a symbolic thing—is so Stanley Kubrick, and just it. I I point people to that. It's don't fuck it, with America. Well, it's that, but it's also. I mean, like, but like the also, absurdity of the war. What we shouldn't oh. have been there. There's a lot going on yeah, there. Yeah, it's just there. MIC. They're, it's the happiest song in the worst place, in the worst circumstance in the world. I'm Yet they're be, they're all singing. It, I love right, that for some reason. Right, it's a right. great ending. Not, my, not even my favorite Kubrick movie, but the only Kubrick movie ending I put on here. Uh, the reason I don't know as much is because I've watched the ending maybe twice, and I've watched the further the, the boot camp part about fifty times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. right when they get to, to I know, right scene, when Arlie Ermy disappears, <laughs> it's a different movie. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people turn it off <laughs> at that point, and I'm actually I kind of regret that I do, but I just I just do. I don't know why. Um, I have a feeling my next one is going to maybe be on your list too. Well, here's the thing: uh, we have to talk about one a director because I, we can talk about a couple of movies of his. Uh, uh, Six Sense. I don't. Know if I, Six Sense is not on, on mine. Not on yours. No, I, I get. I understand it. I think it was another one like that. Usual Suspects. I think it changed the way that. Yeah, I think it happened, I had a lot of imitators. It changed yeah. the way. I. I think it's one of those things where you probably could have figured it out. You, you can figure it out with your movie brain now, but it kind of changed people's movie brains. A movie that was ruined for me. I, I went in knowing. Ah, yeah, that sucks. I know. It really sucked. But still a great movie. You can still watch it again. And it, it, even when you know that's what gives credit to the movie, it's a good enough movie where you can watch it again knowing the spoiler at the end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I get that why that would be on people's list. Personally, not on mine, but I agree. He has another one that I think is <laughs> – another ending is, that's underrated and Night Shyamalan is – and people hate this movie. I don't mind this movie that much. The Village. Do you know The Village? Yeah, I know The Village. And Do you know I, what the ending is? Yes. Um, I don't think that's a bad ending of I don't movie. think it's a bad ending either. People shit all over it. I don't think people – I don't think the 
meat of the movie is is great. It's not. That's why. It's if not, it were a better not. movie overall throughout the film, Maybe, I think it would yeah. be more acceptable. But I even the mo- the ending sucks. But I like Signs as a movie. Signs was a good movie Signs up until was, the ending. Well, the yeah, people hate the ending of Signs because it's just I, fucking water. You go, come on, water. But it's a great. It was a scary movie. It was a. Fun, it, was it was a super good. Scary. Well, you know, when that alien comes out of the bushes. Oh my god, that was great! Holy I saw it in the theater. I fucking went to hit the roof when he goes and he chops the fingers Vamanos, off. Vamos, children! Vamos! <laughs> you know, move! He, uh, when he chops the fingers off the alien under, yeah. under the cupboard yeah. under the, the pantry, whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, that's scary as shit. It's a good movie. I mean, it's up a great. Until the ending. It's very Hitchcocky in that movie. Yeah. Up until the ending, you're right. But they did do a switch with the you know swing away and the whatever else you know. Yeah. I. I okay. So. Uh, all right, so six cents for you. Six um, cents is on mine because that's that classic, like sure. that started the the Shyamalan phenomenon. I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shyamalan phenomenon. Shyamalan phenomenon. ding dong phenomenon. I got I got a few more. Um, I'm this one might be on your list, but I had to. Uh, I, I had. To, I love the ending of Reservoir Dogs. Oh, Reservoir Dogs! I love Dogs the is... Mexican standoff. I love it. Yeah, I, love, I don't agree. You point that gun I didn't even dad. think of that. Yeah, it's just it's that it's really not much else to it. But I just love that it's early Tarantino. Well, it's and also interesting. I love the acting in it, and I uh, so that that gangster feel. I just love it. Stop pointing that gun at my dad! Point that gun at my dad! <laughs> he goes. He goes. I repeat. <laughs> you put this on Yeah. He, he goes. You you shoot that man, you die next. <laughs> he goes, Joe. I know you're hot. I know you're super. You're fucking super pissed. fucking pissed. <laughs> Kaitel is hard to do, man. Joe. Joe. I don't know what you think you know. <laughs> That's it's pretty very... good. That's pretty good. Like, I know this man. He he's going, a good kid. And he's like, Larry, I'm a cop. That bitch shot me, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're hot. But so great, uh, great, great movie overall. Just yeah. so fun and awesome. And You think this man who did this service for us <laughs> is going to up at the side and the fucking blue? <laughs> Ah, uh, R.I.P. Chris Penn. R.I.P. Chris Penn. Oh my god, one of the best scenes ever. Uh, it's a great ending. You're right. Also, it it garnered a lot of questions over the years. Yeah, Nobody knew. Nobody really People knows don't know if, if, Mr. if the pink got caught. Yeah, Mr. You, pink. you can assume that he did. Steve Buscemi. He ran out unless he either got shot or he got. No caught. one knows. It's, no. I, I've argued that it's very. I, I've argued you can't put a concrete answer on it. Based on the character, I would say he got shot. I don't think he wanted to go back to prison. Yeah, I think but he would have shot him and probably died. But yeah. No way of knowing. But he was kind of a worm, so maybe he would have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just do another quick one, which I it's it, I, it's not my favorite ending by any stretch of the imagination, but I do love the movie so much. It's, it's a great Silence of the Lambs ending. Oh, just cause yeah. Just because um, it's Hannibal Lecter's escaped, <laughs> and he... Uh, 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 Clarice's friend. She's like, well, he's he's escaped. He's gonna is he gonna come for you? And she knows he'll never come for Clarice. He goes, he would consider that rude. It would be impolite. Which is such a great character. (laughs) (laughs) He won't come for me. He would consider it rude. Yeah, which I love. But then he cut to him and he calls her. He goes, you know, just like it was almost like, hey, great. It was he was giving her the great game. He was like, that was a great game. You know? Yeah. And she's like, Doctor Hannibal, you know, I can't stop. He's like, yeah, I know, but you know, whatever. Good luck, and then he goes. I've got to. I've got to meet someone. I'm having an old friend for dinner, and it's Doctor Chilton who he's going to go fucking eat. Literally. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. That's great. I love it's, it. It's amazing. And the Buffalo Bill standoff is is really fun too. It is. Um, I'll say I have two of my. Less of my I got last. three more. You got three more. Let's go through them quick. Uh, I have well, one of them I brought up because we mentioned it the other day because um, 
Used a lot. I should. I can't. I, don't think, I can't mention it. I don't think now because you didn't actually watch. After Hours has a great ending. Oh it's, no, you go. I've seen it. I've seen. I just. I'm not oh, like as yeah, familiar yeah, yeah, enough with it. But I, I, I wanted, you want to talk about Full Circle? It's great. I think the whole movie. Uh, um, it, they basically end up. He ends up. He. The movie starts with him leaving work, and it's his whole night in New York City. And just by all, it's almost like a giant Seinfeld episode because by all these right, different right. happenstance, <laughs> he ends up. Like, he, you think he's doomed because this lady puts him in plaster of Paris, and then Cheech and Chong come in, kid, like, not kidnap him. <laughs> they think he's a piece of art. They steal it. They have him in the van. They're driving all over the city. As they're driving by his building, the doors by accident open up, and he falls out right onto the front of his building, right by you know, the front sidewalk of his building. And then he's, he, he gets knocked out. You know, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the fall knocks him out of the plaster of Paris. He wipes himself off and goes back to work. <laughs> it's a great, great ending. That is a good ending. And especially because the other day I told you they weren't going to do that. They were just going to leave him in the plaster right. of Paris. And yeah. the end of the movie. That would have been really dark. <coughs> All uh, right. And then go ahead. I have, I have one. My last this, one I have a reason okay. for. Yeah. This is a quick one too. Psycho. Our former Halloween pick. Oh, that, that, they find out it's, that she's not great. She, that, that the mom's not alive. Well, I was going to go more toward the very last scene when he is in the holding cell. He's got oh, the well, creepiest yeah, look on him. Yeah. You can hear her voice; it's his voice it's, in yeah. his own head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then him just staring at his hands and the fly, and it just him just going, uh, "Watch, I'm, I'm going to show them. That yeah. I'm not even going to hurt that fly." And then they're going to look at me and go, "Well, this person couldn't even uh, be responsible for all yeah, this because yeah. she wouldn't even hurt a fly." Yeah. But the look. He does that, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. And then there's actually, this ending's been debated a lot too, because then it actually, the very last scene is the cut of them pulling the car out of the swamp, where it's like, yeah, no, they are going to find out what you did. Yes, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah But yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. going his complete psychosis. Of, but, you know? but yeah, that's why, that's why he did it. Yeah, but it's, it's more of the cool shot and the fly and yeah. him not moving a muscle and the uh, voiceover in his head. What he should have been worried about is them doing a remake. He's like, they won't dare do a remake with Vince Vaughn. <laughs> shot for shot. <laughs> That would they, never happen. That would never happen. I will die said, of AIDS. Anthony I'm Perkins. sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, easy shot, Jock. <laughs> easy dice, Clay. <laughs> it all know what happened. Come on. I know. Though. All right, I have two more, two big ones, and uh, go ahead, do yours because mine's a mine, minor one. Okay. I'll let me do mine. We'll get out of yeah, the way. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, mine brought, are two heavies. I brought it up the, the, uh, recently on the podcast, but I realized it's, it is basically it's part of the ending. Crazy stupid love. It's another one of those surprise. You never see a quality surprise in like Remind romantic me? comedy. It turns out. All right. The whole time it's it's Ryan Gosling and you know Emma Watson. What's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And he meets her, and he's like the the, the ladies' man guy. Yeah. And he's teaching Steve Carell. Yeah. I just. Don't and the whole time you think it's two separate plot lines, but then at the end you re- and the whole time a couple times they talking to uh, to to nanny or somebody on the phone, and it turns out Emma Stone is his daughter, so he's taking lessons oh, okay. on how to pick up women, right. and this guy's trying to fuck his daughter, gotcha. or you know, yeah, be with his daughter. I remember, but I gotta be honest, I don't think anybody saw it coming. Like it was it was that it was that well All done right. of a movie that. That's why I like it so much, and it's a it's a really great underrated movie. I think it's okay. a great movie. So whatever, that's all I had to say about that. No, no. Uh, so well, I'll give you my last two. Uh, same directors. Okay. Uh, you can guess. I'm Cohen's. Sure. Cohen's. Okay. Um, my, oh, so we have you have multiple we have multiple Cohen's. I have three Cohen's on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're the best. They're, they're great yeah, fucking yeah. Food movie makers. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> what like, do you want talent's talent. What do you want from me? <laughs> Ma, what are you doing? Ma! <laughs> Uh, the first one I love. This is even this is a hard one for me because I love the ending of Fargo. 
I love when Margie is driving. After the wood chipper scene, she's seen this most gruesome ter- – she gets the guy uh, in the back of her cop car, and she's just kind of speaking out loud. She's just going, for what? What do you- A little bit of money. Yeah. And she, she has this great list. She just goes – It's she been goes, a mom chastising goes, And it's son. a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the real Yen scene is her lying in bed with Norm. And he just goes, hey, I got the three cent. It's, they're talking about stamps. Like yeah. stamps. And then yeah. he goes, two more months, Margie. And she, so it's just like, yeah, there yeah. is more to life. It's well, just lo- it's also, it's love that's and family. The, that's the ray of hope at the end yeah. of the fucking horribleness. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I love that. I, it's just so simple and pure and sweet and succinct. And it wraps it up. And it's it, like that's the beauty of the Coens. They don't need much to make greatness. It's good versus evil. And she's good throughout the entire movie. That's, that's what she represents. Yeah. Uh, I always <laughs> wonder what. And then I saw you on the TV there. <laughs> oh, with what he said. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That scene when it's she meets so the guy from... Sad. It's so sad. It's You're so like, sad. I, well, didn't you figure out what it's supposed to represent again or what, what, the, what it's supposed to be? Uh, why they put it in there? I don't There's remember. reasoning behind uh-huh. her character about why they put it in there. Oh, I don't think it was me. I, okay, I forget. Somebody, maybe it was St. Germain or somebody. Uh, but but her, she's supposed <laughs> to be the force of good throughout the entire Yeah, yeah thing. of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then, which this one ties into... Uh, no country for old men a little bit because it's a dream sequence. You know, it's my favorite. It's uh, it's raising Arizona. Well, it's a great great I, it's ending. A great, it's my favorite ending. Uh, I love it. I love the dream. It's a narrate. He narrates the dream. It's just so pleasant. The 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 song, the score that they have, yeah. and the undertone. Yeah, it's almost like lullaby ish. And he just you know, it's uh, it's the most optimistic one of the Coens in uh, the fact that this is going to be a happy ending. It may not come true. He may wake up, and that may never happen. Which, in reality, probably you know him and High aren't going to stay together or you know, whatever. You know, it has a similar, but, not as good of a movie, but has a similar ending. Is Twenty Fifth Hour? Yeah, when he's on his way to the jail, yeah, and they yeah, show that yep. sequence, and you're like, uh-huh. "Is this what happened?" Yeah, and then, that's a good one. Yeah, you just go through the whole what same could've... kind of thing. Yeah, what could have happened? Yeah, and I just love, uh, I love the actual quote where it just goes, uh, "It seemed like us. It seemed like our home." If not Arizona, then a land not too far away where all parents are strong and wise and capable and all children are happy and beloved. I don't know. Yeah, it's nice. Maybe it was Utah. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so beautiful. I just love that. That's a new And then the music kicks in. It's so good. Yeah, it was a great, beautiful film. If you're not, if you're a big Coens fan or even a mild Coens fan, go back and rewatch Raising Arizona. I guarantee you, after a few years of gone, it'll shoot to the. Close to the top of your favorite Coen Brothers list. It's out of control good. It's, it's such you a good know, movie. So you it know Nick sight. Cage had talent because he was able to pull that off. Absolutely. He, yeah, he fucking definitely had talent. Uh, honorable mentions went to the end of Godfather Part 1 with the door shutting. Great and I ending. I love that one. Great honorable ending. mention went to that's 7. A, that's another one that because he's, he, one, another one. It's almost like uh, There Will Be Blood. I'm, I'm finished. I'm, I'm through. I'm through yeah. with the looking glass. I am this guy now. 7. Honorable mention. Uh, the Final Sin. Wrath. 7. I should have said 7, but we talked about 7 yeah, so much I know. the other day. Uh, even Goodfellas is just because just I love that. I have to live the rest of my life like a schnook. Yeah, yeah. And then Pesci shooting. I love yeah. that. It's just a great... And people, uh, you ever hear the theory? I think we might have talked about this on the show already. People thought that was Pesci being like, "You're a pussy now," and and or you know whatever, like he would be killing, right? Like, but it's a it's a homage to the Great Train Robbery, which is uh, some old movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. Scorsese loved. I had no idea. I looked that up. You know, and part, one, yeah. and part two, Godfather Part Two. I love Michael just sitting there after what he's all done. He's killed his brother, and he's just sitting there it's contemplating. A <laughs> it's heavy man. When he goes Fredo, that is that's one of the most brutal endings. Ever. It's it's not far off after he. I slams the door in Kay's face with the children. I mean, it yeah. is heavy, brother. 
<laughs> she's like, as he's doing it, she's like, Michael, nothing. <laughs> Cold as ice. So great topic, man. I really, I love movie endings. I just, I it was a great, I good, love it good too. idea, Alex. Great idea. And I know two omissions that I have. Okay, yeah, please. Taxi driver. Uh huh. That's a good one. It ends kind of. Oh, and I have, I have another one too yeah, that yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. And Clockwork Orange. Uh, Clockwork Orange. I like it oh, is it, he's tamed by. Aren't they tamed by the end? Is like, is he cured? Is he not? Cured? Yeah, I right, don't, I right, think right. He, yeah, I get too freaked one. out by that movie. Yeah. And you know, really I'll are tell a you, lightweight. Jeez, I am a lightweight. Means. I know. You know what? But I'll tell you another one that I was wanted to mention that I forgot, and it's a biggie for me, and it might even outweigh. I, if I had more time, I would sit here and argue it for, until I'm blue in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Clayton, the end of Michael Clayton. Oh, oh great! Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love. You want to watch the 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 tension from that movie diffuse. In one scene, it's a great. You have great a scene movie. of him just sitting in a taxi, I, and I get I emotional. That's insane to me. First of all, that's great acting on his part. The, the whole movie's great. Go watch Michael Clayton. Watch Michael haven't. Clayton. It's a really underrated movie. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I think that was up in the. Uh, I th- was that No Country in There Will Be Blood year? I think it got lost I in think that it year. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because any other year that would have won Best Picture. Uh, yeah, it, it was unfucking believable. Yeah, and the fact when I first saw that, I almost. I, I'll, I'm not ashamed to say this. I almost I didn't cry. Oh, but I, I almost did. cried. Did you cry? Easy. Yeah, I'm an easy I, touch. Yeah, I almost cried when he's in that taxi. There's something about the music that 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 is being played, and yeah. you're just like, how far is fifty the, bucks get me? Just yeah, yeah just yeah, drive. Yeah, just needs to get There's away. Something about that that you're like, oh, you're feeling like him at the end. Like you you felt how how that's much... not a spoiler either. This won't ruin anything in the movie. No, no, it won't ruin anything. But uh, you 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 feel. Right, like... I like to go in fresh. <laughs> One final Seinfeld. <laughs> you feel the you feel it, him decompressing. That's what it is. Yeah. You feel him like everything yeah. and, like, coming out. You know. Uh, all Good right. Stuff. Well, well wow, you got a lot. You got We defended a lot of it. Defended our endings. Give defended. us your opinion. Which one did you guys like? Give us some other suggestions. Absolutely, because like you said, this is our. These were our personals. So yeah. I'm sure there's stuff like we left. Like a lot of Shawshank was on the. You know, but it's like okay, fine. That's just not for me. So yeah. throws whatever you Shawshank's love. a great great ending though. I know we great left ending. off a ton but like we said, left this a ton was personal. Off. So So we we can even do like well maybe we'll do like a um a side episode with with some more endings. Yeah, we'll, we'll take all the fans. Shawshank I should have had on my list. That might have been up there. Uh and that's at your Fend Your Movie on Twitter and then we'll also hashtag Defend Your Movie on Instagram, defendyourmovie at gmail dot com. And I would like to, uh, this comes out tomorrow, if you're in the Saratoga Springs area, I'll be at the Comedy Works all weekend, uh, headlining, and the big 40th birthday show. Yeah! Defender, I would love if Defenders came out. This would be mean the world to me if you came out. It's my 40th birthday show if you're in New York City area. It's at uh, the Comedy Cellar's Fat Black Pussycat on June 5th. It's a Wednesday at 8.30 p.m., ComedyCellar.com for tickets. And uh, please, that, it would be so much fun. Shawnee's on the show. Yep, great lineup. It's going to be a super fun. We're going to hang afterwards. It'll be a fun night. So and please, I, I am will be tomorrow night. If you, uh, I, I'm going to be in Long Island. If you're any defenders in Long Island, that want to come out to Huntington. I'll be at the Cinema Arts Center in the. I think they have shows in the cafe. Uh, it should be a fun show. I'm with Lori Palmentary, a Long Island native and a buddy of ours. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, come out to the show. It's nine thirty show, Cinema Arts Center. Just look it up. It's in Huntington. Look it up. Google it and tell you the ticket link should come right up. I also have it on my bio for my Instagram at Shawnee Todd. She's a Jaws weirdo like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves it. Uh, we're at Showbiz Studios. That's showbrewstudios.com. They have a YouTube page as well as a uh, iTunes page. Check those out, and we will see you guys next week. We love you very much. Bye bye.